I'm so excited that you agreed to share your story, the story that God gave you. Yeah. So, um, what has God given you that you can share with us? Okay. Well, thank you for the opportunity. I think it's something that is exciting and it's a bless for me. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe God is doing a lot different blessing in my life, but I think maybe one of the big part in my life that I can see is when God showed me uh, around 15 years ago, the process in my heart. I, I had been Christian more than 20 years, but I think the deep process started 15 years ago. And I remember I was um, in a relationship in that time with my boyfriend. And I remember exactly that I, that day I was trying to do something special for him. And I was preparing some meals, something that cow surprised him. But I can't remember exactly like today that whatever I was trying to do for him, in that moment, I never felt that was enough. And, but that was the language that I feel, or the feeling that my heart was receiving in that moment. I was excited because I was trying to be the best for him. But my heart felt that my mind, of course, trying to be a stop to that feeling, and but no was real. It was something in my heart that was uh, in a battle with my flesh, with my mind. And well, I keep in make this, the, the meal and everything. But in the end, when we was almost around other per people in there, I remember that house where I was making all this special, special time was in another house, no, it was my house. Okay. And I remember exactly that when I was saying goodbye to everyone in there, I saw a big stepping stone in the ground. And that was with a scripture from the Bible that's, that is Proverbs 4.23 about all else guard, guard your heart for it is the wellspring of life. And I remember how deep that verse in going into my heart was like a conversation between my feelings in the afternoon in that day with God. But my mind was trying to fight with that. But I remember that I keeping watching that place where I saw the scripture, I say, oh no, that is with me. That is with me. And I think God that day put some seed 
in my heart. Wow. And from that day until I think today, it will, will be really nice if I say to you, oh, next day everything changed. Mm. No. <laughs> it no was like that. I was keeping my relationship. I was in trouble in my relationship. I was suffering in different ways. But that day I remember the seed in my heart. And years after that, I remember, I was with more problems in my relationship. And I went to a counselor in my country and I was explaining all my situation about my relationship with my boyfriend in that time. And she listened to me and in the end she said, well, we need to um, start working in the process, but we need to start with your father. And in one moment I say, this lady was losing something. I am here for my relationship with my boyfriend, not to talk about my father. And I say, oh, no, no, no. Maybe you think I don't forgive my dad because I know all this process about healing. But no, no, believe me, I forgive my dad. And for me, sharing this history was, I, in that day, I was working in my process with my dad for more or less four weeks. And I was keeping doing whatever the, the counselor was explaining to me. And I was thinking that I forgive my dad before. I never was thinking that I have something against him in that days. But when I was into the process, I discovered that something not was complete in my healing for my father. And I did. I remember the process. I remember that I put in, in a book, uh, a notebook. I put all the feeling that I feel from my father when my father uh, damaged my heart. Or she said, put in there every moment, put in there every feeling, every word or moment that you can remind exactly about that day. And I start putting one moment, I put another, and I fulfill almost five pages. When I finish, I, of course I was crying when I was rem reminded that moment, but when I finish, I come back to the appointment, and the lady said, we need to read what you put in your notebook. Oh, well, I did, I read. No, no, but you need to read again. Okay, but... And I start reading all everything that I was putting in there, and I start crying again. And I started crying like a child, like never before when I listened my voice saying everything that I put in my notebook. was different. It's something that you find different when you hear your voice confessing the pain, confessing your action, confessing how you feel, and all this is different. And I, I knew that God was doing something in my heart. 
And when we finished that, she said, okay, now you will put in every page, cancel. Your dad don't owe you anything from today. Wow. And that moment was, I can't describe, I, I can't say it's something that, something uh, was a, a way that no was part of me anymore. It, I feel my heart like soft, like never before. I never understood. I never was doing anything like, expecting anything like that. And that was the, the end of the, the appointment with her. One week after that, I remember my dad sent me an email and he never knew that I was doing all this process. And my dad said, daughter, I know that 33 years have been passed from when you were born. I don't feel all the, the, the reason to say to you, forgive me. I, I was maybe in, with that auction as well, but no was the best auction if I take that. Mm. And, and I think after many years and with all my failure and with all the situation that I'm confronting right now, I can understand more clear that if I am not able to receive the healing and the freedom that God has for our life, I will make a lot of mistakes. I am not saying that divorce is always the way. In my case, that was really sad, but that was the only way after many years to try to keep the marriage. But now, if I see my life like goddaughter, I can say God started in me 15 years ago a healing process that started with my dad. And he won't continue the process in my other relationships. And the way that he is doing that process is when I am able to receive my to recognize my responsibilities, to recognize what was my area that was broken and trying with all my, my um, heart come to him again and say, here's my heart. I need to keep my heart because the Bible said, guard your heart. But God don't want, doesn't want keep our heart when he is broken, he want we guard our heart when he's healing, and I think the the way that we can only receive healing is through God. Mm-hmm. And after all this process in my life, and with all the confrontation that I have in, through a divorce, the only point where I can feel my heart safe is the way. When I think God is preparing my step for be complete in Him, for be healing, for receive healing in Him, and for uh, 
enjoy the promise that he has. And I maybe I, I want to uh, close with this uh, comment. I remember one person say to me last year, for what reason you you think or you forgive your dad? Maybe your dad is doing maybe the same kind of action sometimes to another person or something like that, but you keep in having that kind of attitude that he never did anything. You because you said you forgive. For what reason you you are like that with him? If maybe he's doing the same that one in one moment uh, cause dull uh, pain in your life, I say yeah, because I understood that it's not about what other people are doing or stop doing. When you decide, when you decide going to God process, and when you decide that you will forgive, you will. Uh, going to the next step is not about another person. It's not about other people. It's about you. Yeah. And maybe the person is keeping doing the same stuff that broke your heart. But who is in charge about your heart is only you. It's not about the other person. God said you need to guard your heart. You. It's not about other people. It's about you. Right. And of course, uh, I think many times when our, we have our heart broke, I think we give our power to damage our heart mm -hmm. to another person. And that is not right. But we can see that. We cannot see that because we are... Uh, standing in the place of our brokenness and we can see that we are giving that power to other people. But when you are more close to God, God, God present in your life, He will guide or He will lead to you to the place that everything takes the order. Everything will take His order. And the first uh Part that I think start taking the order is our heart. Mm. And when you understand, okay, yes, I suffer, someone make me really broken heart, someone abandoned me, and many stuff like that, you can keep in only watching that and only living in the past like that, um, you never will move. When you decide, okay, I know for sure this is not my place. Mm -hmm. This is not my place. I am in God's hands, and God, this is not the, the place that God wants me. Mm -hmm. When we learn that, I think the first part in your body and in your life that start wanting, desire taking the correct place is our heart yeah. and and i think this is my encourage to people that i think 
everyone have problems in relationships. I think it's everyone have some challenge. Everyone maybe have broken heart. And it's easy. It's easy to say, and it's true, maybe, of course, the, the other person was failing to you. And that is true. And that pain is real. But you said the word failure a few minutes ago. Yeah. Can we just go back there yeah. for a moment? Yeah. You said some of my failures. What are some of your failures? What were they? Mine? Yeah. At the time? Oh, yeah. That is a good question. I think... Um, of course, I was with a lot of pain, and um, for example, with my dad, I always, when he said something to me, whatever, something simple, oh, I don't like your um, sweater, or the color of your sweater is really, oh, it's, it's different, I don't like, if only that was his comment my reaction will be like, say, well, that is not my problem, it's my swear. You know, that kind of, and that is something simple. Imagine other kind of situation. And I think, well, my, my heart was really hard. Mm -hmm. My failure was keeping my heart, my heart really hard against my dad. My failure was don't, keeping the forgiveness in my side, you know, and be rude, of course, because no was easy for anyone in that kind of relationship. My failure with him was maybe that, and maybe the other failure was um, consider me like I am the victim. You would consider yourself yeah. the victim. Yeah, yeah because okay. I was the, the daughter. Okay. And he was the father that left the house. Right. And in my, in my relationship after, when I am an adult um, with my husband, was almost the same feeling. You know, after all this process. But for what reason? Because I think our heart, my heart knew, okay, that was the process with your dad. You know, here was, but now it is another relationship. And you need to be careful again and forgive this relationship and try to be the best in this relationship, whatever he was doing against you. Of course, I need to put limits. Of course, I know that. But I think I, f I felt again in this kind of relationship, like um, trying to go back to my victim place or trying to go back to my uh, uh, a strong heart, like, okay, I am no one, I don't want to feel the pain in my heart again, and I will put my heart really strong and firm, and here is no more pain. So you would block? Yeah, I blocked my heart. Block your heart. Yeah, after the, of course, after many years about softening in my relationship, yes. And I think I failure because it's not possible for anyone to work in, in a place where everything is blocked. 
no was easy. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so that's failure with your dad. You gave us a bit of a picture. What are a couple of examples you'd say about failure? Your perspective of your failure in your marriage. Yeah, I think, I think um, with my marriage, uh, yeah, like I say, for example, I take in, in some moments, I think myself trying to go back to the victim place as well I think I try to put my fingers only in in the failure that I saw in the in my husband and trying to protect myself from that place. Say, well I felt but you felt more than me, you know, that kind of way. Um, I think I felt as well that I'm, in one moment, I think my heart, my mind, my decision, everything was in, in a place that trying to survive, yeah. you know, and the place that I found you know, was a correct place. The place that I, I found was this. When I was alone, I was in that day, but be alone when I was with myself, only with myself, I feel really down, down, that I not was able to stand, stand like, okay, listen, I am goddaughter and I need to remind who I am, you know, no, I not was able, in, no, I not was able to take that place because my heart was really broken. Yeah. But the, 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 place that I take when I was in front of him, from my husband, was different. My position was, I am strong enough. You know, here, if you want to fight, I am, I am here. And was two different people in one, you know, the, the, one sounds like broken and depressed almost. Exactly. Because of so much pain in your heart and then when it came time to um not dealing with when it when it came time to relationship with your husband you put on a lot of armor exactly like you were superwoman or very very strong exactly you will not hurt me exactly Two different women in one. Exactly. That was my attitude. And I felt, of course, because first, God won only one way. <laughs> and it's his way. But I felt in that, of course, uh, was really exhausting process. You know, I, I mm-hmm. felt really tired. Yeah. I felt like I can't anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I sort of see it as it was it's it was also the same pattern with your dad when he told you about the sweater it crushed your heart and so you said you were rude you would act strong after that but inside you were broken exactly that is exactly the same (laughs) the brokenness is just really what's underneath this superwoman and then you take your marriage, and it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there was a broken heart. Yeah. 
and you had to go into your superwoman mode again as self-protection. Exactly. Exactly. That was the, the process that I was playing in that. Not playing, but taking in my life. Well, but. you probably also didn't know. You didn't know how. You didn't know that you were so broken and you needed healing. You didn't, you wouldn't really have known that because you were walking through the process. Yes and no. Okay. It's interesting because when I was into my dad process, I can say, well, I learned from that process and I don't repeat again in other relationships. But no, was like that. Because I think maybe with my dad, it was something healing in my life, like daughter, like daughter, you know, with my dad, or establish the connection, establish the healing that I can enjoy my dad. I hear value. Exactly. So you felt so valued by your dad. Exactly. And, and, and it fed you. Exactly. And was something really important for me and having conversation without any reaction, you know, enjoy, enjoy the relationship. Like, like we have both. This is something important to me as well. When we have some pain in our life, and we're going to a process for healing, we receive, of course, we can receive the freedom, the healing, and everything. But many of that pain, or maybe many of that broken heart, receive them, the, uh, what is the name, like some cutting in other areas. Your heart was cutting in other areas, mm -hmm. you know? And of course, because you think, Oh, oh, well, I was thinking, I am with this relationship better with my dad right now. I forgive my dad. I feel really like a new daughter. I, and I was happy, so happy to enjoy that. In some part of me, I feel, well, that is really important. And I think I can handle my life better after this process. But the real life is that the pain that I received from that moment, like a daughter, that... Meaning a father being mean to a daughter. Yeah, exactly. Affect other areas. But you never know until you are in that way. And one of that way is the relationships with others. Yes. And that area was affecting me. And I never realized until I go into, of course, relationships and having problems and, and having the same process, the fears that he will abandon me, he will fail me, he will think that I am not enough and maybe he can leave our house, you know, that kind of the same pattern. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you talk at all about some of the first pains with your husband at the time that you really felt break your heart mm -hmm. yeah yeah I, I think when 
when I was confronting maybe my issues with in my relationship, like boyfriend and girlfriend and married, I think in some moment I I realized that I was almost walking the same way that I had like a child when I remember my mom and my dad together and I was a, the daughter. And I'm it's too different in the way that in one relationship I was the daughter, but in this relationship I am the wife. And it's different. The the play where when you can see the situation, the feelings, everything is different. Okay. Different. But we have something in common. Like a daughter and like a wife you want protection. Yes. You want feel enough. Mm. Mm-hmm. For that reason, I think when we have a relationship with our father broke or in some area damaged, the consequence of how that affects our life like a daughter is really, is really big the area that that affect and for that reason i think we need to be careful and always trying to be close to god to know what areas that affect in us and how we can deal that areas so what's one area that you can name mm-hmm. when you talk about the different areas okay i can it's just one just one well i can say identity identity yeah. What does that look like? When I I think in my life with my dad, I I remember I was the first child and my dad always he was trying to put me like in the best position. You are the best. You are the best in the college, you are the best in the school, you are the best like uh, in your bro- brothers and sisters, not the best, but he, he always trying to put me in a level like very high, very high, high, place. high place, regardless all the suffering that I. So get he would from. put you really, really high, yeah. but on the other hand, treat you really, really mean. Yeah, but not only affect how he treated me to me because he know was really too bad to me. The sof- <clears throat> sorry, the suffering that I, I get from that day was the environment all around me in my family, how my dad treat my mom. And for that reason, when I was watching that, when I was looking at that situation, I know I never can understand, okay, if my dad treat like my mom this way and tease his wife, what value I have? What value? You know, it's it's different role because I am the daughter, I know. But like a woman, like you are growing in that kind of way, you are putting in your mom some kind of connection that you will be like that one day. You'll be like your mom. Yeah. And and I think this is an area that we never know how much 
affect our life when we see our parents interacting in our life because we want to see our father like protection and we want to see our mom like like our like a role model you know like one day we will going to this exactly place one day you'll be like your mom yeah Mm-hmm. And, and I think identity and of course if that was my identity was affect in my childhood of course I will bring this into my life in my relationships so carried into marriage yeah and what's really interesting because in my marriage when I get this relationship I don't know why but he never no, never, but he, he no was like put me in the high places, my husband, no no was that kind of people. Of course, he, he had some kind of comment like, oh, you are value, you are doing really well this um, area, whatever, but not like my dad. So he didn't place you very yeah. high up like your no, dad No, exactly. And... Okay, you keep sharing about that. And I, I remember that no was the same kind of uh, word that I came from my husband. He was nice in many comments about myself, but no was the same like my dad. And what happened in that moment? That when I can find that, when I cannot find the same in my husband, my place, you know, trying to develop inside of me some ways to take her his attention. I need to win his attention. I need to try and be the best for him. So what's one way you would say that you remember mm-hmm. something uh, like you're really trying to win his attention? Exactly. What, what is one oh, okay. thing? Oh, for example, um, when he was working in the area that he was working for a humanitarian organization, and I know his process need to be like perfect in every area. And for I like that way as well. I really like to be doing the best way that I can do it. But I remember putting my focus not in only trying to do the best in my, in my uh, way. It's trying to do everything to please him. And I can see right now more than that days, but that kind of way to trying to fulfill his expectation was putting me my desires like no exist. Like your my desires do not yeah. exist. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Because. Mm, my mind was working and working and working 
only in trying to please him. Trying to please him and satisfy yeah, him. Exactly. Because in that way, first, I will try to uh, keep him happy, keeping he like no other way to leave me one day. You know, mm -hmm. that kind of experience that I get like a daughter. And that was something that I think was something I, I realized when I was in my marriage that I forgive my dad in, before, but the consequence about many actions that I suffering like a child was in my kind of reaction, in, in, in my way to uh, react in my life. And what mean that? That, of course, God is asking me, okay, daughter, this is the time. Give me that area. You know, because I think that forgive is something important we need to understand. Forgive is the key for receive the freedom. Okay. You know, and when you say, I desire forgive this person, in that moment you start receiving into your life the different step to get the freedom that that you you so for when you're saying forgive mm -hmm. um obviously the lord asks us to make sure we forgive people but is there um i think we also need to be careful that when we are living in these conditions or these relationships where you are pleasing your husband more than anybody else mm -hmm. and even thinking about him more than God. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right? Um, and it's still not enough. Mm -hmm. And you're still trying to, to live that, I, I need to forgive, I need to forgive. Where is the line? Mm -hmm. Where's the line? Because... Um, It's as though we need we need to wake up and realize a lot more that we can't just continue on in a relationship going, okay, I need to forgive him. I need to forgive him. I need to forgive him. And you are doing your best, but nothing else is changing. So where where is the line where we go, okay, we have to look at this differently now because now this is, this is not okay. Exactly. Well, it, that is important to know that I am talking uh, about my experience. Of course, every couple is different in story, you know, and er different situations. I think forgive is some decision that God commands to us to, to do it. But the other part of that is the limit when you have been with conflict and process that are not good. And I think for a couple, it's not only one person, it's a couple. The line, I think, is when you can see the, the, your spouse doing his part as well, you know, because I think I feel tired in that days and I feel tired after years to try because no was the same page that we was working 
in our relationship. I am no blame that is only his fault, but we need to, to stay in the same mm-hmm. agreement yes. and place and page to try to work in every area that everyone has, because everyone has some areas that we need to work. Yes. And, and I think the line, I, the line that I can see is that first we need to be, resp- be responsible about what is my uh, areas that I need to change and what are his area or about this, the other person. But the only area that you have the control is about yourself. And you can spend years waiting for the change that the other person can get, but it's not about your control. It's, we don't have that control. And I think it's the same process when we are going to talk with God. I, I, we, we say, and I've, I, many times I confront that. I went to God and was crying, say, Lord, look all this situation on look how bad look this situation against me and all my report to him and i think of course god knows what is the total situation but the point is how mature we are to going to god and say look all this situation and I am here, and this is my responsibility, this is my failure, this is my areas, and about the other person is in your hands. I will try forgive, I try, no, we need to forgive, but I will try and be my best in this situation, you know, but it's not in my control. So we, we need to forgive we forgive, but then where, when do we say, I will forgive you, but I will not allow the pattern of pain that you constantly put on me? Well, I think it's when you see many times the pattern go back again, because we need to understand that if we are in a process and we are able to talk and say, you know what, this no was correct and that was wrong, and we, we can talk, you know, and say, okay, what agreement we have? Well, we need to change. Okay, you, you are giving, or for both, we are giving opportunity to change. But if the pattern repeat and repeat one and another time, another time, is not really any evidence that is first repent and second change. Because the pattern when you really decide is no more. I really want to try to change. I, I, I want to look for help. That kind of action make some difference in the relationship. And if we are seeing the same pattern and years, and pattern, and pain, and years, again, is something that is not in the place where you can get change. And, and in my opinion, we need to be careful. 
is the, the same, the verse. You need to care about your heart. You need to guard your heart. And the pattern, many times, is not any healthy. You know, the, the process starts when the pattern is broken. You know, mm -hmm. and maybe the pattern is me, my pattern, that is damaged the relationship. Maybe, you know, or maybe it's my husband. But in whatever place, the pattern needs to be broken. If It's a bad pattern, of course. Yes. And I think it is the, the limit when you need to understand. It's, the pattern is here again. Someone is not making the correct decision about repent and change. Mm -hmm. So I just want to go back to that verse about guarding your heart. There's so many layers mm -hmm. to that verse. But when I think about that verse with your situation, I think guard your heart could also be looked at as a boundary. We have to protect our heart from from people that want to hurt us. Mm -hmm. yep. And to, like you're saying, to stop that pattern and say no more. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes. And I'd... that will take a lot of courage to say no more. And not no more mm -hmm. marriage, mm -hmm. but just you, um, this pattern needs to stop, so no more. That will take so much courage. Were you afraid ever? Yeah. Yeah. I am. And for be honest, I, I don't want to pretend that I was enough brave. I think God helped me to be brave. Because in my situation, I remember the pattern was repeating. And again, and again. And of course, I was trying to keep in the relationship in in the best, not the best way, but in the way that I can keep him, whatever I was suffering or whatever, because that was some something that I don't want suffer again. Yeah. A divorce like my parents, I don't want uh, having the experience about um, feel someone ab abandoned me again, like my dad, not because he abandoned me. But he abandoned our family, of course, and was something that abandoned me in some ways, you know. And But when that happened, I think it's, it's really interesting that in my case, the situation with my husband no was easy for me. And I was trying to keep him for almost the last two years before we get the, the decision about taking divorce was the most two hard years. The two hardest. Yeah, hardest years. Because I was keeping, like, I, I want to keep the relationship, like, with everything, you know, with so everything. you're hanging on to yeah. the relationship for dear life because you do not want to feel yeah. abandonment. Exactly. And I was suffering. And I was, believe me, I was confronting situation, really hard situation in the relationship. Did you cry a lot? A lot. I cried a lot. I, I, I can't say, honest, I was desperate. 
Desperate. Yeah, I was desperate. I, I was looking help. I was through counseling. I was praying. I was changing, changing my desires only to try and keep him. And and for for be real right now, I think God was watching everything and God never can stop that in that way because that was my decision. No was God's decision. Because I am saying right now, I say we need to wait until the pattern change or put limits, you know, in that what I know was doing that. I never did that in that days. In that days I was watching the same pattern and I was trying to keep it no don't problem it he will change, I will change. This marriage will be perfect in a few years later. But in any kind of way, I can't see that right now. In that day, believe me, I was trying to imagine. No was any that I can see, but I was in putting in my mind, yes, yes, I will survive in this process and we will have a good marriage. But no was in any way. Because no, because no was only depend about me. It's about the other person as well. And I remember that in one point, uh, for something he was, he need to move our country where we was living in that moment. Where was that? I was living in Venezuela in that moment. And he was, of course, in Venezuela. And I am from Venezuela. And my culture, everything is oriented to family. That is the first. That is the first. For us, family is the first priority in our life. And I remember how that affects in my life. And he is not from Venezuela. And I remember he said, I need to move for something in my uh, work, I need to move again, and and I say, but how you will leave the the marriage right now because we are in a difficult situation and we need to fix this situation first. No, but I need to work. I need to have some something. Pro I have some projects in there, and he left, and then we was trying to meet together in, in, in another country, never work. But the point was that in that days, I remember crying a lot, crying like crazy to God and say, God, please keep in my marriage. You are able to save my marriage. Please help me, help me, help me. And of course, that is his desire. That is God's desire. It is no doubt about that. And I was praying in that way because I know that that is God's desire. But he never forced our will. Never forces no, our will. No, never. He never forces, forces our, our will. And I wanted keeping, but maybe my husband was really focused in the same desire that I have that I had in that moment. And I suffer confronting that point. But 
I can say right now, as I say, Lord, I understand right now. For what reason? Whatever I cry, how long I was crying, how long I was saying to you, please save my marriage. You was watching everything. How was a reality for my life and for his life? And you can force us. You never force us in our will. And after almost two years, I say, no, I can't imagine if I was keeping my same pattern. I, I think it was more hard than all that I suffered confronting my truth that I need going through a divorce right now. But I, I say God was in front to us before. God was walking in front to us and he knew everything before that we can know. Um, and I think maybe more for me as well, I think a few months ago, in exactly my conversation with my about the process about the divorce with him, I remember one day I was suffering because I received some kind of no good conversation with my my husband because we are in process right now, and I remember I was a little sad that day, like with some kind of expectation that maybe he can react in the last minute. No, and but I saw myself like a child, and I remember that child was me, but when I saw her, I remember that kind of revelation that, you know what, is not, she, I, I saw her, sorry, I, I remember saw me like a child, and that girl said to me, for what reason, you, that mean me, one, put more pain in me again. And I discovered that day, I, I, I received the revelation that sometimes we spend many time in our life thinking that the pain comes from, from other people. And the first person that we need to be careful how treat ourselves is myself. And I think with that kind of revelation in my life, when I read again the verse, Proverbs 4, 23, is about talking not only about... Well, I think that the, the God can talk our, in this, with the same verse in our life, and I can see right now that that verse is teaching me that my my heart is not about me guard my heart from other person. You know, like my process with my dad, my process with my husband, or my process in my life. I think one of the most powerful 
revelation that I am learning from God is I need to warm my heart from myself as well. To guard your heart that, from yourself yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. Because... How do you do that? When, for example, when you stop the way that you think against you, I was thinking many times, I am not enough. I am not the same that other lady. Comparing. Comparing. So you're not enough. You compare yourself to yeah. others. I lose my marriage because I am not enough. I am lose my marriage because maybe I am not attractive to him. Like maybe another time, other woman can be attractive for him. You know, that kind of thinking. Yes. And So that's not guarding your heart from yourself. Exactly. And what are you doing? You know, because it's, it's, my, it's my way as well that can damage myself. It's the way that I take that can damage my heart. And again... Who has the control about guard your heart? It's only you. Only you. You know, and and this is, I think, one of the most powerful lessons that I can receive in my life from that verse that is something that I started years ago. And every time I think, God is putting more and more and more revelation about that, you know. But at the at the end, I think it's many times it's more easy protect your heart, guard your heart from others than from yourself. Because the way that you can protect your heart is stop the way that you think thinking against you. Stop the way that yeah. you are thinking against you. Yeah. Wow. Protect your heart, guard your heart to the way that you treat yourself about your health, about your way that how you look. You know, because it's in your hands. So loving yourself loving is what yourself. I'm hearing. Yeah. Loving yourself exactly. is a part of guarding your heart. Yeah. Looking help is other way that you can guard your heart. Looking for help. Yeah, because... So counseling. Exactly. A psychologist. Exactly. A best friend. Yeah, exactly. You know, try and expose yourself with a correct person. You know, when, when you need to open your heart. So how do you do that? Because exposing yourself mm -hmm. is what scares yes. so many of us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do we expose ourselves? How do we expose our hearts to the correct person? Yeah, that is, is that is really important and that is a good question. How did you do that? Yeah, I did in in my case I did with my pastors because in in the moment that I confront that we are in a big trouble in my marriage, we have the same pastor of course and. Uh, the pastors call us and say, okay, tell me your side and tell me your side. And, and for being honest, 
for in my case, I, I found really difficult to try going to the pastor, a pretend be like the perfect, the perfect wife, and he's the bad husband, you know, yeah. no was comfortable for me. And I say, you know what? I, my preference talk about my failures to you, with you and talk, and I will cry and I will say everything. And well, we'll see what happened after that, but I need to expose myself. I know was sharing with everyone that I can find in my way. But of course, when I did, I think, I think was the way that I helped my heart to, um, to find a safe place to be. Because I think when we hide situation, when we're trying to keep our responsibility where I, we failure, I think we are putting only uh, layers, but you can never hide really the truth. You know, one day you will be exposed. It's in tiring. Some, yeah, it's in, exactly. And I think that was, uh, I, I think I found my place when you, when I found talking with my pastor, the way that I can be myself with all my mistake. Yeah. And when, for example, my husband talked with them, they can find the failures far from me than from him. Yeah. You know, and, and I found that way more on honest way for me yeah. and and I think well that is my, my real life and I need to look for help so since exposing your real heart mm -hmm. to the correct people mm -hmm. in your life and really surrendering your heart to God mm -hmm. saying this is too tiring for me I can't live like this anymore what has happened in your life because god is a god of movement mm -hmm. and action that is true um i think maybe i spent a few months maybe three or four months that i feel that it's, it's interesting that the word that you use god is a god of moving you know movement 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 but for be honest, in that days, I feel that God was only like he stopped doing something, you know, because it's the process that we want to see in our flesh. We want to see this process in my way. I want to see this process taking the way that I, I find that is the way that need to be. You want it your way. Yeah, you want the process of course. your way. I, and he's got his way. Yeah, of course. I wanted many times that finding my husband come back and say sorry. I repent and I am here. And we want, we need to go into a concert together. I was trying to having that hope. And no, no, no was like that. 
but as well of course i was trying to to follow the process that the pastor give me like a, a their advice no was easy sometimes you know because it, when you are through the process you confront okay okay this is not working in the way that i wanted okay i need to keep in going i need to keep in going but i i think in in some moments i i I never was thinking in that, but God, one day, I remember Valentine's Day. I remember for sure. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, sorry. I remember that that day, of course, I was through the time, the, the, the difficult time. We was almost considered the divorce in that day as well, but... That day, I was having the expectation about receiving some message or receiving some kind of reaction, like uh, one safe or mar marriage again. And, no, and no was any message or anything like that. And something happened in my apartment, and and I need. Uh, my husband helped, but he no was in, in Venezuela in that time. But I wanted his support, but he never acting like that in that day. And I remember for sure that I called him and I asked for some kind of support with war or with something, you know. And he said, oh, sorry, but I am not in there. That was the only word that he, he used. And something happened in me. And I put off the call, we finished the conversation. And from that moment, I say, this is over. I, don't, I can't express how that happened, but something in me was moving after three or four months, you know, with expectation, with cry, but you said correct god is doing something whatever you see or not and that day something like change my expectation was like gone and i say well lord i imagine what is the next step in my in my heart i think i was preparing my heart for divorce you know that day that was more than one year and a half I say i am here a year and a half without being together yeah, in a relationship. Exactly. He was in a different location. Exactly. And Valentine's Day, you have this hope that he's going to call. Exactly. You set up your own expectation. Exactly. And then you need his help, so you call him. Yes. And he says he cannot help you. He's not in the same location. Exactly. And reality hit. Exactly. And that was everything that I needed in that time to say, okay, this is over. And when I think God was waiting for my permission. Wow, that is beautiful. Waiting for your yeah. permission because that's how kind he is. Oh, for sure. God never will force you. I told before in this conversation that 
he never would force our our will. He no was agreement with me. God no was in agreement with me or with him having this situation in, in our marriage. Okay, he need to wait our permission. Say, come on, God, take your place here. Wow. And, and I want to say this only for be clear as well. Both my husband and I, we are Christian. And only I want to say for clarity, the fact that we are a Christian people don't mean that God will be taking everything in your life, forcing you, never. Because his order is the same for Christian and no Christian. And we say to him, you are welcome here, you are welcome, but the permission, when you give to him, God, you have all my heart, all my hands here. You can work in this situation, whatever you need to do. Surrender Go. everything. Surrender. Yeah. No more expectations. No more expectation. No more expectation. Just hand everything over to God and say, I'm finished. Here you go. Yeah, Take exactly. me. Exactly. And from that day, I can see how, was, how God was moving. From that day, if you ask me, oh, what kind of moving God did, the beautiful end will be, oh, we are together again. But no was the way, in my case, okay? But the way is, yeah, we are through this process, and it's not easy, it's not the God desire, but he is able to see where are our heart, my heart and his heart, and he can put together if we are not with our desire and this at the same time for be together. And now uh, I am in this, exactly in the middle of this process. And I can say to you, I feel God is moving more deeper than before in my life. And I can see my, how God, like my father, and I understand more and more when God healing my relationship with my dad, when he did years, years ago, no was only for healing this relationship here and there with my dad. The way when I healing or when I am able to be healed in this relationship is the way that I was more able to find God like my father. The way when I was receiving the healing from my relationship with my father here was the way that I was more able to see, well, if my father here and there fell to me and we are now more close because all this process of healing made possible, this connection again, 
I am finding more close to God because I discover how he, like my father, through his healing, bring me to the blessing in my life, bring me more freedom, heal my heart. He is putting me in, in every area more uh, like his design for me. All my pain like a child, all my pain like a wife, all my pain like a woman, in whatever area, only uh, damage, damage, God designing me. And when God can healing me in the areas, he's make me again in his design. He's putting me again how he created me. And this is the beautiful part that I can find. That my heart, when he said, guard your heart, is because that will be the place. The, our heart will be the place that we can find him. And, the, and our heart is, is the, exactly the area where the enemy won destroy. And that process in our life start from the beginning that maybe we are in, in this earth or before. But the process or, or the design of that God has for us is so beautiful. And we are losing when we are only keeping ourselves in the past or in the damage or in the pain, we are losing our real design. So when we're stuck in the brokenness, yeah, exactly. we're trapped in the brokenness. Exactly. Yeah, we are losing his design. We are losing his design. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and I think every day that we, we feel down, that, because believe me, I know that many days and nights we are confronting situations, but I think God never forsake us. Um, we need to be able to know him like our father and know him like he never want any evil for us. You know, is I can say that because I am through a divorce and no save my marriage, God is bad or God is against me. No. No was my desire, no. No, believe me, no was. He's repairing you. Yeah. And rebuilding you. Yeah. Yeah. And you won't you you are stronger. You will be stronger. It's his strength that comes through you, which is so much more simple than many, many years ago putting on this superwoman mm -hmm. idea. That yeah, that is good exactly. Yeah. Because you say yeah, you said exactly the correct way. My all way was in my flesh. And now I am trying doing in his strength. And it's out of love. Yeah. And your old way was yes out of flesh, but it was 
You just didn't know. You didn't know any other way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it's my it's most beautiful. I think the problem is that when we are in the in the pattern about negative cycle, I think I found really difficult to see that we are able to find other pattern. It's, it's, sometimes it's not possible. Believe me, I spent 14 years in this. In a negative yeah. pattern. And I was thinking, no, I am doing the best. I will find a good result. I will, I will, I will, I will. Yes, of course, I, I try. And I think my husband tried. I think, you know, because it's... But it's not every time only in my way to think that I can do it. Because I think God never fixed the problem that sometimes we want. We want fix sometimes the everything that is in the what is the name? surface. Exactly. No. God wants fruit, of course, good fruit. But he is really care about what is the in the root. The root. Or yeah. deep down in Ex the dirt. Exactly. Because it's really beautiful seed. The fruits, beautiful, amazing fruit. But what happened in the root? You know, what, what is really, what is in there? Yeah. So God wants to get into our dirt and clean the roots. Exactly. Exactly. And then you become what he designed you to be. Exactly. And that is, I think, is his, is his purpose. I think that is, is the beautiful purpose in, that we have in him. He has our design beautiful. He, he designed us like in his image. You know, and wow, we are, really, we are beautiful creation. But in our way, in this era, we are losing a lot of that beauty mm -hmm. and a lot of that purpose. So, speaking of God being the God of movement, you were in Venezuela your entire life. Yes. Mm -hmm. And God provided a miracle for you. Oh, yes. Yes. And he opened up a door. Yes. Can you tell us oh, yes, for about sure. this? Yes. Uh, I Always I was living in Venezuela, most all my life. And Venezuela is in a difficult situation, of course. And from the maybe 10 years or 15 years, um, maybe the 2018 and 19 was difficult years for everyone that was in there, and I was in there in that time. Very unsafe time in Venezuela. In every area was really dangerous. Dangerous. Um, we never have the resources. No, everyone, but in my case, I know was able to have the resources to buy a ticket to fly to here or. No, was anyway like that, and I remember um, January two thousand nineteen. 
that was last year. And I remember I say to the Lord, I was really down that day, I remember. All the situation, the news in Venezuela was like, oh, crazy, crazy, crazy news. And I remember that the way my brother called me, my brother living in Montreal here, and say, when you planning to come to Canada, please, you need to take a step. And, and that day I say, you know why? Uh, for whatever reason, I don't have the resources, you know. Uh, but look your passport, look your passport and see what, when the passport expired. And only f because he said that, I was looking my passport. And something happened in me. I say, I will start praying. I will start praying that after that, I receive a call from people, from some friends. From here, from Canada, from Canada, you receive a call from Canada in yes, Venezuela in after you've Venezuela. been praying. Yes, I was praying uh, like a, a week, and I receive a, a sorry, I receive first a message, and they say, "How are you? How we can help you?" But I, for be honest, I never will say I want to travel. No, I need to travel, and I say. Uh, yeah, with prayers, of course. I. Support. Oh yeah, but support me with prayers. You know that. No, but in the practical way, how we can support you. And and that question was common for me. I say practical way. Practical way is praying for me. I no. Say okay, and they was directly say. We want to know if you want, if you are able to travel, we can uh, buy for you the ticket. And in my mind was a shock, you know, see that mess and say, what is that? I never, I never expect anyone buy a ticket for me. And well, for real honest, that was the way they, they say, God put in our heart that we need to do something for you. So God placed the idea on your friend's heart in Canada that you needed a ticket to yeah. come to Canada. And you'd been praying one week. Yes, one week, yeah. And so they obeyed the Lord. Exactly, and they say, we need to obey whatever you like or not. We, because I, I know was really total agree. I say, no, 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 I don't feel comfortable with that. I say, well, here is the help because we are obeying God. And it's in your hands if you want to travel or not, but we are fulfilled what we feel from God. And that was for me like really like, oh, oh you know? And, and I can say that that was a miracle. That was a miracle. Um, we was traveling and the same day that we leave Venezuela, the same day that we leave Venezuela, something happened in the situation, political situation, and they closed the airport for a few days. And that day we was traveling outside exactly of Venezuela. Wow. Yeah, and 
yeah, from that day, of course, I can say God has been faithful. God has been faithful from the beginning, but in my journey about being Canada in this time, yes, I can see God uh, help, blessing, and and the provision, the love, the friendships, the supporting many areas that he knows the, the small desire is my heart and the biggest desire and yeah and for for sure god have been faithful and how would you say your heart is now my heart about exactly about everything i think right now if my heart is trying no, I think if my heart is knowing something new or something deeper from God's heart. I think this is the way like we have like his children. We think we know our father, but I think you never will know completely until you are in front of some challenge that you now see how God can intervene for you. Yeah. And, and I think I am in my life in that moment. I am depending more of him. And as well, I think I am knowing, I am, he's let me know more about him like my father. And I am here almost, really. I think God is saying me every day, you are here and this is between you and me. Because I don't have my language. I don't have my family really here on me, my friend, my pastor, my church. I find many things like be, feel welcome here. They are not the same that I have in my Venezuela, like my country, my language. But I think God is teaching me in this time. This is between you and me. This is a time between you and me. That's so powerful. I am learning. Um, did you back to... Um, times that were hard for you and times where you're crying and crying out to God mm -hmm. and you're feeling alone. Mm -hmm. um, did you ever have a verse, a favorite verse that really spoke to you that you would feel comfortable to share? Oh, yes, yes. I think I, well, I will say that is my favorite. and It's the only that I have marked in my Bible. <laughs> I normally don't. And this is an Ephesians. Ephesians 3. Ephesians 3. 20. 20. Said, Now to him who is able to do immeasurable more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work between us. To him be glory 
in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Wow. Ephesians 3.20. Yeah. I think it's when I can see my father's heart. Your heavenly father's heart. Yeah, me, yeah, because who can do it the best way that you can imagine? If you if you talk about what is the example that you have in this earth, are your parents, are your, you know, and I see this is God's heart, like my father. Wow. He won't give me the best. No whatever I want because sometimes we want something that is not the best you know but he said I want give to you better than you imagine or asked me and that is a father that is a father you know and 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 when I read that like my father I think God healing my heart like a daughter because in in my opinion the if i i am able to see this in god's heart like my father is because i can trust my father here in there that he can try to be the best for me he is not perfect maybe he will doing something that is painful for me but in my heart, change to my father here, like a daughter. And the way that I was receiving that healing is the way that I can really believe that God, like my father, can give me the best. If not, maybe he can make or give me sorry, the best for me. And whatever I ask. Or whatever imagine. Amazing. And that is my yeah, and and that is something that I pray for my daughter, I pray for everyone that we we can find that place that we can trust in him in this way. Yes. Do you think that in closing mm -hmm. um we could we could pray Actually, before that, I want to ask you, if there is one, you may have already said it, but if there is, I think actually there's two ways of doing this. Okay. If you could, how do I say this? Um, in walking through all of your journey and you see where the Lord has led you now and how he's brought you, mm -hmm. what could you say? To the, to the part of you from years ago that was crying, crying, crying. Mm -hmm. mm. That is powerful. I will say to her in that days, trust in the Lord because he's doing something better that you can imagine. He's doing something better than you can yeah. imagine. Yeah. Um, 
and I think um, I will encourage her again. Protect your heart. Guard your heart. Because whatever I was crying that day, you know, many times, believe me, many times, I know was guarding my heart. You were I, not No, no, was, because I was thinking in the bad way. I was treating me like in the bad way. I was putting me in a down place. And never was God desired for me in that day. You know? Yeah. Um, so for women that are listening to this right now and they understand many parts of your story because it matches many parts of their stories, what could you say to them right now that are listening? Um... We always we will have our decision and God will respect our decision, you know, but I found the best way when we are fighting or forcing some situation in our life, the best way that we can do it is surrender to God. And the situation that maybe you are confronting right now, put the focus in what is God saying to you. Not to try fix the situation or try to control the situation or having the, the, the way that you want, but taking his way to try not to try to, to work in you because I can be sure that everything that God wants be doing in you, in your life, is for your best way, is for your best future, is for your best relationship, is for everything that you are expecting in your way. He is doing the best in your, in your life when you can surrender to him and work in his way. Yeah. Do you think you can pray for these women? Yeah. Yes. And then I would like to pray with you. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Lord, we say thank you. Thank you so much for your love in our life. Thank you because you never forsake us. Thank you that you always are with us and in, through the day and through the night. When we are crying or where we are happy, you are in there. And I pray today that in every process that other women are suffering right now, you can bring your love and your revelation into their heart and 
they can receive your light and your order and your hope in the way that they are confronting. If they feel alone, if they feel that they are not enough, I pray today that you show them that they are amazing, a beautiful daughter, and they are enough because you are, uh, you put in there everything that they can feel that they are enough in you. I pray that they can receive healing into her, into their mind, into their heart, and you can show them the treasure that is their heart. And I pray that they can be sensitive how, how learn to guard their heart and fulfill your promise and fulfill your command in their take care about their heart. I pray that everything that you put in their heart about your scripture, about your seed in their heart, they, they will see your fruit in their life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Jesus, I thank you for my beautiful friend that you have gifted me with. I thank you that she has trusted you, put all of her trust in you, and you have proven time and time again that you are faithful, faithful, faithful to her. And you will never stop. Jesus, I pray your healing over my friend from any pain. And I thank you that you are healing her from the past. Mm -hmm. And you are a God of movement and you're continuing to move her into healing and move her life into these amazing, beautiful places with purpose mm -hmm. and identity. She knows who she is, Father. She knows mm -hmm. who she is in you and she is unstoppable. Please pour more courage over her. Please set her on fire for you. More, Lord. More, Lord. More. We pray more living water. Amen. A flow over, my friend. Holy Spirit, flow over her. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Please bless her, Lord. And thank you that you gave her her testimony to share, which is the story you gave her, even though it is your story in her, it is for her to share with so many others for so many different purposes. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for the opportunity. Really, I appreciate a lot. God is God of miracles. Amen. Yes. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you too.